because uh, well, you you must have not synced the calendars. I was like, no, I synced. I, I was pissed too. I was like, I synced my calendars. I did exactly what y'all told me to do. This ain't my fault. And I was like, I, I, so I need y'all to cancel this booking for me. And they were like, well, okay, okay, this is what we'll do. We'll cancel it. We'll, we're going to find them a, a similar a similar place like yours. But if that place happens to cost more money than yours, then you're responsible for the difference. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, Welcome to Live, Let, Thrive, a podcast about the Airbnb life, the share economy, and everything in between. Here are your hosts, Micah and Steve. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Oh, that's you. <laughs> What's up? I haven't, been, I haven't been on in a while. It's been a while, Micah. Already dropping the ball. Yeah, man. It's been a while. Uh, we are back. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Live. Let. Right. Hey, this is what you get when you with live radio, right? Like live, let, thrive, live radio. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's been a while since I've been on. You had what two good guests while I was gone? Uh, who'd you have? Okay, I had Kim and Ann on again, right? They're always a ratings bonanza. Those two awesome guests, and I had um, the hostfully guy was on. Okay. And uh, what's his name? Uh, I'm sorry. Oh. Huh? David, right? Yeah, David Jacoby. Man, he's going to kill me for that. We're like BFFs <laughs> now. And uh, <laughs> and a, a little-known um, podcaster named Jasper Rivers was on, too. Yes, sir, man. We're still living, letting, and thriving. Hardcore. So, yeah, man. I've been... Last couple weeks I haven't been on, man. been busy. I had... You know, I left the corporate world, so had to start the entrepreneur hustle. <laughs> so tell everybody where you've been at, man. What you've been doing exactly, your entrepreneur hustle. Man, dude, I've been uh, getting my share B&B off the ground, man. Um, I got two big presentations coming up. Um, one, this well, it's not even a presentation. One's just a business expo. And then the next one, next Saturday, is actually a presentation where I'm going to be presenting me and uh, Josh Adigboye. Uh, we're both going to be presenting our businesses to like a, the large group of Dallas Fort Worth investors, so hopefully we get a few people that want to invest, want to arbitrage their spots, and boom, we're moving, man. So yeah, it's been up to a lot. So that's next Thursday. That's next next Saturday. Next Saturday at eleven. Okay, not this Saturday, but the following. Yeah, th- this Saturday is just a business expo, and then next Saturday I'm going to be presenting live. So it's pretty exciting, man. A lot of fun stuff coming up. Um, but yeah, what have you been up to? Because I haven't talked to you in a while as far as the Airbnb life. You <laughs> sent me a message saying you were a super host. Super host. Well, um, yeah, super host, man. But I've pretty much been trying to steer the ship while you've been gone. So, um, yeah, we've hit, a, <laughs> hit some turbulent waters here and there. But it's good. I've been, um, luckily, my the guests that have come on the show have carried me. So, um, yeah, I just... I just got the news like today. Like, I, oh, shit. see, this show is all out of whack. But you know, <laughs> live radio. There goes my microphone. At least I didn't spill my tea. If we we're gonna spill my tea, we'd have to start all over. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let me get this on there. So, um, yeah, I um, super host. I <laughs> I got called. Um, I got an email today that um, from Airbnb. And it was in Spanish. See, it's funny because my wife, she um, she follows the whole. Um, she gets the emails too, right? And uh-huh. she 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 gets the alerts and stuff on her phone. But I think she when she went in there, she went and changed uh, the language to Spanish. So I get <laughs> I get all these um, these notices from Airbnb in Spanish, which is cool. It's different. It goes. Felicidades, yeah, it is a little super host. <laughs> so I was like, oh, cool. Um, and so I, I actually I, I emailed her, or I sent her the email, and she was all excited. And I was like, yeah, she's like, well, she's like, you did it. I was like, no, nah, we did it, you know. And yeah. probably mostly you, because you do all the the cleanings and turnovers. That's the the biggest part of it all. And so, um, so yeah, me me and my wife, you know, congratulations to us both. Super host in the house. Now we can rub elbows with um, with you and Mahogany because y'all have been super host for a while now. Yay, yay. 
Yeah, I got that email today too. Uh, they were like, "Yeah, you've done it four times straight." So they gave us a hundred bucks. So yeah, that's pretty cool. You trying to big so time, have, big big time me or what? No, nah, man. I'm just saying, forty bucks in travel credit. So I, now I'm up to. Well, I have forty dollars travel credit, and then a hundred dollars they gave me for travel credit. So I was like, "Dang, we should." I guess if, if we take any trips soon, I guess we should use our Airbnb credit. Yeah, so, but you got all of those um, travel hacks going, so you don't even need that stuff. Yeah, but I mean, it would be good if I could just buy the whole t- buy a, buy a plane ticket just to travel points, and then that'll save me some points, and then boom. Now, I wonder if you could if you could um, use those credits towards like a cool ass experience, uh, Airbnb experience somewhere. No, and that's actually I'm happy you brought that up because that's one of my topics. Airbnb, if you use your uh, Chase card for Airbnb, Airbnb hasn't quite made their system a travel system yet. So you don't get reward points for Airbnb yet. And that's actually one thing me and uh, the great Adam James were discussing. And if anybody has any idea for how to partner with Airbnb or how to get Airbnb to partner with major credit cards, that would be a huge help. Because Airbnb does not count as travel credit yet. I don't know why, but... Oh, that's BS but, right there. Yeah, it is. I don't hey, know why they've done that. We'll go talk to our buddies at Airbnb pretty soon in San Fran, so we'll tell them all about that. <laughs> yes, we will. <laughs> Are we going to be presenting our major news? or? Yeah, go ahead. Do it, man. Yeah, so another thing while I was out, um, me and Steve got hit up by the great Airbnb themselves. And they were like, hey, uh, we heard about your podcast, which we were kind of shocked about. Like, well, how'd they hear about us? But uh, they were like, yes, we heard about your podcast. We kind of want to make it so you guys are uh, affiliate marketers. We're like, oh, okay, cool. You know, what's the incentives? They told us pretty much to break down, broke down some numbers to us. And they're like, hey, we go, if you guys get this people to sign up, blah, 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 you'll get this, you know. And like, Steve, I think your issue was, the most of our listeners are already Airbnb hosts, right? Right. Yeah, and then I was, I was kind of like, well, yeah, that's true. And then I was like, man, I don't know. We kind of have to test it, you know. But we'll have to see. Because I, I don't know. It would be nice to know if any of our listeners, you could actually just hit us up and let us know, hey, are you a host or want to be a host? Or that'd be cool to kind of, we kind of want to know those numbers of the people that are out there. But yeah, so San Fr- Airbnb is going to fly us out to what, San Francisco next month? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. That's going to be pretty cool, man. We would definitely like to partner up with them on some things, and we're going to see how that goes. So we Live Let Thrive has some big things coming for you. Now, do you think they put us up in a hotel or a, an Airbnb? I don't know. That'd be interesting. Maybe they'll put us up in one of their uh, special Airbnbs, a treehouse or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know, they got all those exotic ones out there, a bungalow or something. I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they'd put us in a... Uh, that Airbnb would be kind of crazy for them to put us in their competition, you know. And would we be allowed to bring our wives? Yeah, that's another question I was wondering, too. But, I mean, me and Mahogany were thinking, well, if they don't pay for the wives, we'll just use our travel points and go out there. Cool. Either yeah. way, huh? Yeah, man. What do you think about it? How do you... We might have our first big... What is it? Our first big... Uh, Affiliate? Affiliate? Yeah. I think it's cool, and um, and and I was telling you like um, when when you were telling me about all this stuff, I was like, well, does that mean that we can't talk shit about Airbnb anymore? <laughs> yeah, and I told you, I, I'd, I'd be quiet for some money. No, <laughs> no. See, see, I think um, I don't know. We don't. I don't think they, they haven't put any stipulations that we can't talk noise about them. But um, unless not- they're Unless they're trying to pay me off with by offering me superhosts right off the bat, <laughs> cross my cross my mind. I'll call it voicing our frustrations. You know, yeah. I mean, today I had a frustration with them. Like the last two days, I had a frustration with them where that awaiting payment crap. I know fans are like, "Dang, Mike is still on that," but that crap's a hassle, man. You know, it, like I'm having to call them and sit on the phone for thirty minutes because somebody's awaiting payment, and I told them like, "Look, I can't hold this room," so. That's one of my big gripes with them. But other than that, it's a cool platform. And they want to pay me to be quiet. I will do it. I, I definitely, you know, even we have talked, um, we've talked some truth. We talked some noise about them in the yeah. past. 
And we'll con- I think we'll continue to do, you know, call them out when they need to be called out. It's no big deal. And but I, I we've always I've always told people you should do it. You should try it for yourselves. You know, you, yeah. Some some of the guests we we've, we've well most a lot of the guests we got on. I mean, they just freaking love Airbnb and That's- yeah, and they use it and they utilize it and they love most everything about it. And I'm and I'm happy to hear that. And I'm and maybe you know one of y'all will try it out and freaking fall in love with it. And um, it'll be great for you. It'll be a great addition to your life. Maybe some of you will try it, and you'll have some gripes. And that's cool, and that's what you, you hit us up for. You know, it's to vent your gripes, to tell us and get our opinions on stuff. And we try to get answers for you, and we even, shoot, we'll even, you know, put you on the show and stuff. So I think it's, uh, yeah, we're not going to just say, hey, Airbnb is perfect. It's good, you know, just because we're affiliate, you know, they want to affiliate with us. So, yeah, we'll, we'll keep it real. We'll always keep it real. Yeah, and one thing about it though is seeing that we can, seeing that okay, Airbnb knows who we are and they got in touch with us or whatever. Wouldn't it? I think it'd actually be cool if we could sometimes voice a few frustrations. So then we know, hey, those people are out there and they hear us. Like Airbnb hears what we're saying. You know what I mean? And that gives them a chance to better themselves on that end. Because I remember, I think I texted you and I said, man, there's a lot of stuff that I complained about that Airbnb's fixed now. Like the whole listings thing where I had to keep clicking through the listings. They updated it. I can just scroll through and I can go all the way down to the bottom of all my listings without having to sit there and push that show 15 more all the time. So there's things that they do that they do here, you know, and they will fix. Yeah, they hear our complaints, man. And that's and they, yeah, I'm, I'm glad we're a platform for that, you know, a, plat, a platform for change <laughs> for the good. <laughs> and, and and we'll still talk about other platforms too. Speaking of platforms like uh, VRBO, H8, uh, HomeAway, all, all the other good ones, uh, Booking dot com. We'll see. Speaking of Booking dot com, I, uh, I I told you about the the double booking that happened like at the same moment on Booking dot com. Hold on, who who, who booked first, Booking dot com, well, Airbnb? Uh, it was a toss-up, man. But the let's just say the Airbnb um, guest booked more days. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I would always, yeah. I mean, plus when you're doing Airbnb and Booking.com, Booking.com doesn't penalize you for you know for turning someone down. So I guess I would probably go the Airbnb route if you want if you're wanting to build that Airbnb host business. I would definitely. Do always go with the airbnb guests but i mean in your case you got lucky he was booking more days anyway so but you're on booking.com now yeah yeah and but here's so you say that about turning people down i i don't know okay i i so i declined i was gonna decline them i i I couldn't decline them actually i think they they instant book through it booking.com yeah it's all instant it's all instant book, so I don't know. How, you can decline them though after the instant book, and you say there's no penalty. Yeah, just tell them, hey, uh, I have a other other someone else, someone else booked. Well, here's the thing with that. I called, I called Booking.com because there was no button, there was no way I could cancel this this booking, right? And yeah. I was like, I need I need y'all to cancel this because it's it's double booked, and I've already got a booking that day on Airbnb. And they, you know, it was, um, of course, virtual reality, uh, VRs from, from the Philippines. And they're like, you know, we can't do that. And because, uh, well, you, you must have not synced the calendars. I was like, no, I synced. I, I was pissed, too. I was like, I synced my calendars. I did exactly what y'all told me to do. This ain't my fault. And I was like, I, I, so I need y'all to cancel this booking for me. And they were like, well, okay, okay, this is what we'll do. We'll cancel it. And we'll, we're going to find them a, a, similar, a similar place like yours. But if that place happens to cost more money than yours, then you're responsible for the difference. And I was like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, for, uh, "I told him for y'all's mistake." I'm gonna. I was like, "You know what? If y'all gonna do that to me, I'm gonna cancel my cancel my Booking.com account right now. I ain't paying nothing because y'all messed up, and I'm not. You know, I I shouldn't have to pay for that. And blah blah blah. So I, you know, I, I they they sent me to like two or three different more virtual reality people. You know, probably passed me around the office, but then. They ended up um go ahead and okay sir we'll fix it and um, don't worry about it you don't have to pay the difference blah 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 and so they fixed it but so that, I didn't know that about booking dot com I'm you know I still haven't had my first someone you know stay at my place I have a few bookings for them but they're far out and so I'm just curious how it works and that little thing right there yeah they'll they'll fix it for you but you're responsible for the difference apparently I didn't know that 
man, I ain't paid Booking.com a damn thing. My account's suspended with them because they said, oh, I'm $102, and they ain't getting that payment. <laughs> For real, man. Full of shit. Uh, all like, yeah, because, like, I... Like seriously, like, cause I'm I'm sick of having to call them for everything, so I just don't call them anymore, and I just keep my calendar blocked off on it. Um, I think it's blocked anyway. I don't even know how it works. Um, I just used to have those people coming to me, and I send them to my Airbnb or whatever, or whatever. But yeah, they they their their system of having to call in every time. I'm not with it. I'm not catering to it either. So yeah, they sent me a bill saying I'm over owe them 102 dollars, and I ain't paying them jack. <laughs> yep, sir. I'm like, yeah, whatever. So, I mean, their platform is great. It's just, it's not, they don't have it. They need a developer on it to work on the website to where you can cancel things. I don't have to call somebody every time. I'm sick of that. So, yeah, booking.com can, yeah. I think yeah. what it is real quick, and I'll get back to something else. Let me write it down so I won't forget. Yeah, go ahead. And um, I think what it is is that um, Booking.com is used to dealing with these you know, million, you know, multi-million, billion-dollar hotel chains. So they 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 can do this. You know, we'll, they'll provide a service for those big boys, right? And the big boys like it. It sends traffic to them, and you know, cancellation, whatever happens, something messes up on the on the big hotel. Then you know, it's no big deal. Their accountants take care of it. Booking.com gets paid, and they book, book someone else somewhere else. They they're they're just new at dealing with us us small fries that. That count every sing- that need to count every single dollar and penny to you know to get by in life, so they're mm-hmm. they're not used to to interacting with us and that, that's a big shift for them. Yeah, it is. It is because they yeah they they're not used to you dealing with the, someone who ha- may have a private room in their house. They rent out their whole house, you know. And that the, the, the whole thing that turned me off to it. I, I like that you will get loads of traffic on Booking.com. It's just their customer su- not customer support. Their their whole their development section sucks. Like their whole, they, they need an app. They need a better app. Their, the Pulse app sucks. You can't block. You, it's hard to block dates. It's pretty much the reason why Airbnb dominates is because simply it has the best platform. Simply what it is. You have a good app. You have a good mobile version of it. Booking.com. You have to call somebody every time something breaks. You're like, ah, it's just a waste of your time, man. You got to make things automated. For people, you want somebody to anything. You have to have it automated. Exactly, and you know when you said that about Airbnb, you know they they're rolling because they have the best platform. I don't know. Are, are weird question, but that's what I'm here for. That's what I do. Strange questions. Do you um are you a, were you back in the day a wrestling fan? Hell yeah, rock by a beer, man. <laughs> back in the day, Stone Cold Steve Austin, all that. Yeah, go ahead. Go. But even going back way further, you, I mean, you're aware of Andre the Giant, right? There's a, a great documentary, uh, HBO documentary on Andre the Giant, which is on YouTube. You can watch the whole thing on YouTube, which is cool. I watched it the other day. And and what made me think of that right now was you're saying the um, the whole, they have a best platform. That's what they're winning. And how the WWE, which used to be WWF, took over. You know, there was, there was wrestling was spread about over the whole country, all these different divisions. But they started getting big, and they got in on the cable, you know, the cable TV time. And but they they were more popular because they had the best production value. They put effort into the production value, and you could say the same about Airbnb. They put effort into making that freaking app and platform like really good. And the other ones are just that they're just. I mean, I don't know. They, I don't know what's. I don't know how come they can't get their stuff to work as good as Airbnb. I don't know how come Facebook got their stuff to work as good or work better than MySpace to kill MySpace. But it's just, um, if you're gonna do something, you gotta really um, put some effort and pay, spend a lot of money to get it right. And that's what WWE did. And that's how they grew and they became the biggest and knocked off all the little ones. And it's the same thing with Airbnb. So there's my. Um, there's my simile right there. Yeah, that's true, man. WWE, like Vince McMahon's a giant, man. And then, like, he, and also the thing about it is he changes his system every time. Like, every time you think wrestling's going to die, it doesn't. Like, he, they're on social media now. They're, they have their, man, it's so much stuff that the WWE does. Like, it's just crazy. He has mo- some, He has a few movies on Netflix. You're like, dang, man, you know, you <laughs> This guy doesn't stop, man. He he adjusts, man, and I think that's what Airbnb is. I think, and I also think 
isn't Brian Cheskier, isn't he younger than the other people, I would say? I'm not saying age is a thing, but I think when you connect it to the younger crowd, you're you're more willing to adjust and like, oh, okay, this is where the millennial. there's a point in time you have to cater to millennials. Like there was a point in time that people realized, hey, we have to cater to baby boomers, you know what I mean, for certain things. It's still that point, you know what I mean? There's certain things you, like VRBO caters to that crowd, but like Airbnb is transformative, man. Yeah, big time. So. Now, I'm not saying cater to them 100% because you've got to hold them accountable for certain things, but uh, be working to build your own. But, yeah, Airbnb is a great way to start, and that brought, brings me into my next thing that I think the share economy in general just it's so has so much automation to it. Like, like on Uber, you can get paid out instantly. Uh, look at how fast Airbnb sends your money to you once you, you, know, once you get a reservation. It's just share economy is just great man i actually like the whole idea and concept of it i'm always thinking like hey what's next what's going to come next and it looks like those little bikes have taken off those little line bikes you seen them downtown yet yeah i've seen the the yellow ones yeah like there's like lime and there's a green one called Olf or something so yeah man it's, it's crazy okay you know that's that's share and bb share bnb stuff right there did i say share bnb oh yeah I? thanks did I, yeah. I drop something? What's up? Yeah, drop my company name. Thanks. <laughs> the share economy. Uh, that's that's what I love about the share economy and share BNB. It's those like something like that. Those bikes. But but here's what here's my big question. And it's, they, there's like a big problem with those bikes in Dallas. Apparently, people are just leaving them all over the place, like litter. Oh yeah, they're left everywhere. Like like, but I think I'm not sure how it works, but. I heard you can like. I think that was the goal of it was you to leave it anywhere, and then you pull up the app and find a phone, a bike that's near you, right? See, I don't know, but they're they're just being. There's like a problem, like a nuisance in Dallas. Yeah, man. If you go downtown Dallas, it's like you'll run to a place with like a random bike just parked in front of Chick Fil A. You're like, what the hell? <laughs> you know, I'm serious, man. You're like, what the hell? But you can just. I guess you can go to your app on your phone, unlock the bike, and boom, drive it off. Because they've been like putting them in trees and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen that. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, because yeah, I guess that's how it works. I don't know, but so so that's cool. They're doing that in Arlington now. Another another thing in Arlington. This is really going to impact you and your guest, me and my guest when I get this um, my house up and running on Ar- in Ar- my Arlington house up and running. Is the it's a it's a new app called Via. And it's for it's like a rideshare app, just like um, Uber, but via the this one, it just works in the city of Arlington, and it's uh, three bucks anywhere you want to go, dude. Three dollars. That's pretty. That's pretty awesome. It's like bus fare, but you get to you get a minivan. Think like. about whoever created that is smart because Arlington is still the largest city in the U.S. without a bus system. That is smart. And, yeah, for Airbnb guests, I would, if you're an Airbnb host in Arlington, Texas, I definitely would suggest you advertise that app because that, that'll be some good ways for people to get around. Oh, big time. And, well, the thing is that Arlington tried to do a little bus thing going on, and it just went, like, <laughs> to, like, two stops, right? And nobody ever used it. And so they're spending all this money, all the taxpayers' dollars on this uh, these buses that no one's using. And so they said, you know what? Let's partner with the with the free market. See if they got something better. And boom, the free market always delivers, bro. Yes, sir. It always delivers. <laughs> a lot of good things. And in Arlington, man, it's on its way up, dude. It's like all the stuff like up in North Arlington, the Tiff Street, the Tokyo was it Tokyo uh, Tokyo Joe's. Man, they're like really building it up up there over by you, man. That, that's Ooh, huge. The halal guys are coming. That's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Oh, like Arlington's building it up over there, man. Like, like I think they're trying to compete with like Frisco and stuff for like, hey, if they have all that stuff up there and they're trying to move the stadium, which I don't know about the stadium move, but that will be a big hit on us if that stadium moves. But you know, yeah, let's get a pro soccer team here. Let's do it. Yes, sir. I'm down with that too. Whatever brings in the traffic. Back to back to booking real quick. Uh, you okay. know, you know who's big, 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 big fans of Booking. dot com. Kim and Ann. Yes, they I love think... Booking. dot com. Yeah, I mean, it, for for someone like them with how they run their units, oh yeah, it'd be perfect for them. Perfect. 
Yeah, they're those those they're on another level, man. Those girls are awesome. Yes, they are. Shout out they to are. Kim and Ann. Shout out to them. Yeah, because I get uh, messages from Kim all the time. I got to reply to a couple of them. Yeah, I, I always talk to Kim, Kim and uh, Kim and Ann. Man, we have some really good guests, man. Um, I talk to Kim and Ann. I talk to Charles Hawkins. Charles Hawkins on another level. That dude there's coming too. We have some awesome guests, man. Awesome. And we're gonna get a whole bunch more too. Now that we're all big time and stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know, definitely. Speaking of awesome guests, James Guzman. Remember that episode? That was pretty. Oh. That was awesome. So but, I was. I'll go. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, you. You first. Well, I was. I was driving back. Uh, you know, I, I took my parents out of town this weekend. I was able to take my parents down to Austin. Those they had never been, and uh, they're. We're, you know, I grew up in Portland, Oregon, and I was telling them how much of like it, how how much alike it was of Portland. But we were driving back from there, and they were listening to that episode. And they were like, "Man, that's a good episode." And I was like, "Yeah, man, that was pretty good." Yeah, that was a really good episode. So yeah, I love that James episode. I got to get in touch with that guy. And he, a lot of stuff from that episode have actually been used. So. <laughs> and if you and if you haven't um, if you haven't heard that episode, it's like episode 49, 48? 48, yeah, forty eight, forty nine, something like that. Well, it, he um, he really he, what he does. He lives abroad, and he lives in, like in Mexico. He's from the states, but he um, he has his you know has his businesses that he does, and he and he draws money from that. But he, a lot of people are doing it too. Not just um, expats, not just retirees, but they're moving to like another country where cost of living is half or a third of what it is here. You know, they mm-hmm. tax us to death here every single turn, and. Um, and but off of money like american dollars money so he's he's thriving and then amplifying that by finding a spot a really nice spot in the world that he wants to live that's a lot it costs a lot less to live there it's um it's it's a beautiful beautiful thing yeah man you you got to go where that dollar stretches man that's why like, i was looking at ghana one american dollars for ghana cities you know what i mean so that exchange rate is crazy. So I mean, yeah, you got to go where that ten dollars stretches. That's a great way to live. So I'm, I'm getting, I'm really inspired by that. And um, I don't know, might end up in Mexico. <laughs> might that end was up... my next question for you. Was that? That was my next question for you. You think you'd go down to Mexico? I think we're gonna be spending big chunks of time there. I don't know if we're gonna be hundred percent there, but. Um, I'm not see. I'm not really scared of of going there. I love Mexico. It's beautiful, and um, you know you don't you don't put your nose in the wrong business. You'd be all right down there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's anywhere you go, man. <laughs> that's anywhere you go. Right here to Oak Cliff or something. You know, you know. There's places you don't want to go, like right down the road from you. Most of most people listening, right down yeah, right around the corner from from most cities. There's spots you don't want to be hanging out at. And it's just like in Mexico. I mean, there's there's places that are really secure, and then you go off the wrong spot, you know, you're in trouble. But, I mean, that's just, it just gets, I guess people people see things in our society as like, well, if I save, if I work this job for 40 years of my life, and then I might be able to retire and get like a condo in Florida or whatever. And, um, I mean, but, I mean, just uh, there's a whole world out there. And if you start looking at things a little bit outside the box, you know, not, not to use a cliche or something, but just differently, you know, you could, um, like you said, stretch that dollar, live very comfortably somewhere else in the world, and um, and you can you can retire a lot faster than you think, and better medical, better food, better health, better. I mean, there's, there's so much, you know, if you're in a place that you're not killing yourself trying to you know work and pay all these taxes that we got here and all this cost of living here you're going to be a healthier person and then that's that's the point in life live healthier live happier and um don't kill yourself while you're here on this planet that's true man i'm happy you brought that up man i've like literally i was i've noticed man i've lost so much weight since i've been out of the corporate world man because you're sitting there sitting down for eight hours a day you're sitting there eating doritos and all the freaking snacks they can give you someone's buying you lunch now i'm more active i go to the, i can go to the gym i can i'm moving throughout the day i'm still sitting a lot due to, to run my business or whatever but man it's just so much easier so much easier and i got a lot done i got two more units coming too two new airbnb slash corporate rentals coming so how okay explain how you got those and because people are always you know wanting to Micah how do I arbitrage how do I do this could you could you maybe do like a some case studies for us 
um, case studies. I mean, arbitrage. And I mean, you just have to. You, one of the f- biggest things I found, you have to get in touch with the landlord, man. Um, apartment complexes, that's a different story. Um, there's a couple of resources I can send you out to, to for the apartment complexes. Adam James and Charles Hawkins are two of them. But, like, let's say you're trying to get a condo, man. Like, I just picked up a condo and I got to go do the v- tour of it tomorrow. Um, I just got in touch with the landlord, told him who I was, pretty much had a resume of who I was. And he listened to these. He's like, oh, I didn't listen to your podcast. And I went on your website and I. Looked at your Facebook. He goes, "Yeah, you're, you're fine to do it, man. Uh, just hey, uh, just hey, uh, let me know who's there or whatever, and I'll, I'll let you do it. I'm doing a corporate rental on a uh, condo in like 11 minutes from the medical district, so it's going to be a traveling nurse haven, man. Wow. It's like right there in uptown. Like you can literally walk to the medical district. So, so now are you paying him like market rent, or are you bumping it up just a little bit to give him some a reason to let you do that? I bumped it up a little bit. Like I'm, I'm paying him thirteen hundred a month. And he usually asks what? I, I'm not sure. Like I think it was real usually. I think of like eleven, one thousand ninety five. I believe. Okay. Yeah. So you're paying a little premium. He's letting you do yeah. the long term thing. Yeah. So I'm going to be doing a corporate rental, and he um, he had an HOA on it, and but most people starting off, if you're trying to arbitrage, if they have an HOA, you. I wouldn't suggest going that route unless you know your know you have a clientele base, uh, because you're gonna have to get someone in there, keep it full, with the HOA rules in place. And I, I just already had experience with that, so he was like, "Oh, you already know how to do that." I'm like, "Yeah, man." So it's a matter of building trust. Uh, a resume, um, a, a suit, tie, and a business card go a long way, man. Seriously, and you have to have a good resume out there, man. It's just like when you walk into a job, you give them a resume. It's just doing that with landlords and arbitrage the same exact way. And um, my next unit, my other unit, um, I'm actually going to Airbnb out my first house that I ever bought in Little Rock. Um, my parents bought their house, so they're going to move out. And they're like, what do you want to do with the house? I'm like, hey, let's try to Airbnb and corporate rent it. I'm like, let's just run the, just do a test run on the market. I like, I looked around, and my house is actually right across the street from the hospital. Oh. So. Yeah, yeah, like dead across the street from the hospital. Um, and I looked around on the market. It ain't too many Airbnbs, corporate rentals out there. And I'm like, oh, if I'm right across the street. I was let's just try it, you know, and I'll just Airbnb during the vacancies. And then I'll uh, do long-term rent as much as I can. So if I have a vacancy, do the Airbnb thing. Cool. That's yeah, awesome. Man. So and the, so the, the one by the medical district, so you're just, are you allowed to do Airbnb or just long-term? No, 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 I'm doing only long term, only corporate renters. Because he has a he, his HOA is the exact same as mine. It's like you have to have a 30 day minimum stay. Oh, okay. And how yeah. long of a lease did you sign with him? Uh, a year. Oh, so you're all in. Yeah, I'm gonna do a year lease on it because I was like, oh man, this location, I can't beat this. So, yeah, man, man, I'm going all in. That's awesome, dude. That's awesome. That gets me stoked. I want to get something like that. Um, what what what's been tying me up? from trying to jump into the arbitrage zone and stuff was was i've been trying to close on that um padre condo right oh you're closing on it you're getting well, it i was closing on it and uh what happened was we we're coming down to crunch time and you know the my banker friend whatever he had they had sent it to underwriting and the underwriter was um they were taking the time with it and finally like he called me i was like well i, I texted him once like, what's the deal man and he said, "Well, underwriting said um, that that you you know I remember because he told me before it's Citizens Bank. He said that they could they Citizens Bank is one of the few that like allows Airbnb income to be counted as part of your income, right? Mm-hmm. And because most you know every bank will count your um, long term renters, you know that that's that's old school. Everybody does that, but um, but they were one of the few to jump out there and say we accept you know we we." Whatever we we notice, um, we count that income towards your you know income debt to income ratio, and because I'm doing actually better at the Hearst House, which is the Airbnb that I am at my long term, which I'm making good money on that one. But the Hearst House, I'm making more money, so I'm like, well, I got that you know I got the mortgage covered and a lot more. And so I told him, and that so he he saw all that I sent him all the numbers and the figures. And he said everything looked good, and but underwriting said, well, we we can't we're, we're, we can't use your Airbnb income unless you've done it for a whole calendar year. 
And yeah. S- and so I didn't. Well, my dude didn't tell me that before <laughs> before I started the process. And um, and so I was like, "Are you are you serious? I mean, it. I showed you all the stuff beforehand. You said it was gonna be no problem. And and they that's their requirement. And so we didn't get the condo because of that because it put the debt to income ratio out of whack. Oh yeah. Um, I'm gonna tell you why they want that. They want that because they want a. Uh because if you have a full calendar year, you can give them. You can just hand over tax information. Like you can hand over either a 1099 or just you know what I mean. You can hand over a 1099. That's what they. That's what they're looking for. Something on paper. Right, right. Airbnb started helping out when they gave out 1099s. I think, um, if I'm not mistaken, I think Uber gives out 1099s as well. So yeah, that, that's what they're looking for. They're looking for that 1099. That's how I was able to use mine to get pre-approved for a duplex, which we're still looking. Well, kind of looking, but more arbitraging. But we will get one if one comes up. But yeah, they they will pre-approve. We got pre-approved on it. So. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. So it, it, once you get that calendar year, well, it's really you need to have a, a January to December. Once you have that income, to show them it's easy. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, you'll, you'll be there next year. You, you'll be able to easily get approved with that. Nice, because yeah, my um, actually I. I started in October, so in October I, I would have done a whole calendar year. But but it, it's just funny how um, just seeing that you know there it's still banks are thinking old school way in a, in a you know in a way because they're like um, you know the long term renters you have you know ten houses whatever they're all long term rented then that's great you know they're, they're, this whole Airbnb thing is new to them too. So yeah. it's, and some of the banks are starting to accept it now, and and that's that's a good sign. And um, and I guess you know it, it fell through, but but I was at the same time I was like, well, you know, I was gonna have to put a big chunk of money down, right, to get this condo. Yeah. And um, yeah, same scenario as the last <laughs> as the last time I tried to get a condo in Padre. I I'm I'm not up, it's, it's like I'm, I'm middle of the road, you know. I'm not super upset we didn't get it. I was I was bummed a little bit, but then I was like on the other end I was like okay maybe it's better that I didn't I could pursue other things, and um, I'm not tying up a whole bunch of money, like um, I, I I I keep hearing Adam Jones' voice in the back of my head how he was saying you know about the arbitrage is better than going out and putting you know you're gonna put twenty thousand dollars down and it's gonna take you twenty years to recoup that and. <laughs> You know, when he broke down the math, and I, I keep hearing that in the back of my head. I was like, no, 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 but I want to own my own condo in Padre. But um, it's not meant to be right now. But, I mean, I and, but there's I could rent a condo, like, right now, today, day one in Padre for about the same or cheaper that I was going to be paying monthly in um, buying my condo. So I, was, I'm, I might start leaning towards that. If the numbers make sense, I might just grab one for a year lease, you know. And see how that works. That and dip my toe in the market. And if it's like I'm barely making any money or even losing money, then I'll say, "Well, it's a, I tried it and it didn't work." Uh, you, th- you think Padre would be a good market to test run, seeing that it's more vacation, more seasonal? Yeah. Well, that's a good question too. I mean, if I do a whole calendar year, it, it you know, and then I could average it over the whole year, I guess that would be a a good a good way to to decide right yeah yeah it's just having that strategy in play because that's one thing i always tell talk to people. a lot of people ask me i was at a meetup and a lot of people ask me where to go invest and i always tell them man just look at the economy of an area because a lot of people vacation rental people i tell them hey i'm, I'm not in the vacation rental market because i don't really i think it's that that down season scares me man I mean, you're sitting there paying that mortgage or lease by yourself. That that down season will eat you alive, you know. Now, so. knowing that, I could be an arbitrage sniper and just rent it from right before spring break for six months to right after the summer is over. <laughs> yeah, if you you have to make sure all that's going to cover the, uh, the the six the other six months. You know what I mean? And, of course, you'll always, you'll always have those weekend vacationers, you know, throughout the year. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's just, I guess, if I could dip my toe somehow in the market and find out if it's going to be working and do more research. And I, and I think um, a two-bedroom would be way more, well, of course, way better than a one-bedroom. So it's a lot of scenarios I got to I gotta ponder over. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you got to ponder over it. Um, 
Probably a two. I would go a two bit. Was it? Are they two twos? Uh, the one I was getting was a one one, but there's a lot of two. There's two ones and two twos out there. You're getting a one one. I was, yeah. Okay, yeah, because one ones are what I aim for when I do my corporates, because those are what they want. Um, but two twos are good as well. Josh got a two two, and he's doing pretty good as well. Oh, how did uh, how did Josh get his? Uh, same thing, man. Just put on that suit and tie, man. You wouldn't talk to a landlord. You just have to build that trust, know what to say to them. You know, they have to know you're legit, have a background, you know. A resume is the biggest thing. Resume. And let them know the, their incentives of renting to you rather than re- li- traditionally renting to someone else, you know. And where is Josh's? Oh, he's he's in uh he's by the medical district as well. He's um he's in Dow- he's in uh not uptown, uh Deep Ellum. Oh, nice. No, no, not Deep Ellum. Oakland, I'm sorry. Oakland. Oh, you know. even, yeah, that's expensive over there. Exactly. He's got a good one. So it's a matter of putting on that suit and tie, having some business cards, website, whatever you need, and going out there and hitting it. Um, oh, I, I had one more thing, one kind of crazy thing about Airbnb, because I've seen a lot of people in the Airbnb super host group or professional host group talking about it because it happened to me. So... Airbnb is now doing background checks on people, like the guests. Really? And, uh, yeah, yeah. So if you got a, like one of those cancellations that said, "Hey, this is from the safety safety and trust department. This guest we found, hey, doesn't uh, isn't safe for our platform. They canceled the booking." Uh, so, you know, I rent out my timeshare. So one of the things, one of the timeshares, I spent like ninety five bucks on it. You know, to rent it out. And so I called Airbnb. I'm like, hey, are you guys going to refund me this guy's money? You know, because I had to put up money to rent it out. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's fine. We'll give it to you. And they refunded me the money because they canceled this guy's booking because he wasn't safe for the platform or whatever. So I guess they're running literal background checks on people, but I don't know what their credentials are. Like, hey, this person did this. So, hey, you can't be on Airbnb. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it is, man. That's good. They're looking out for us. I like that. That's true, especially people like the uh, like um, people doing home shares, things like that. That's especially important. Oh yeah, and um, yeah, the little old ladies, man, the little old ladies out there renting rooms out of their house. They're the ones killing it, man. That's what Airbnb. That's what the study says. And uh, yeah, now that you're a super host, you know you can be in all those little categories. When someone checks that they want a super host, Steve the Art House Hearst will pop up. That is dope, man. Boom. That's how I found out. That's why I was telling people it's not that Superhost boosts your listing. It just puts you in more search categories. That's all it is, man. Well, it's funny you should say that because I put um, – I checked my um, – I went, I went in as a, as a guest to check on Airbnb to see, to see my Superhost badge. You know, I just got it. <laughs> and, um, and so I, I checked on there and I typed in, I typed in Hearst, Texas to, to find out all the houses in Hearst. And who was on top? Who was number one? Yep. Th- this guy. I just hit my microphone doing my thumbs towards me. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> I was on the very top, and I was like, cool, nope. man. That's some super host stuff right there, yo. Yeah, there you go, man. They get a lot more bookings coming in, man. Raise up them prices. Start killing it. That's what I was thinking, doubling all my prices. Doubling. Yeah. <laughs> you could do it, but uh, I'd, I'd hold on. You know, go up gradually. Well, you, I looked at your profile after you sent me that Superhost thing. You you have, like, what, 30-something reviews? Yeah, man. I've, been, I've had a lot of people staying. I seen your pro- pro- price was 60 a night, man. You ain't had 75 a night? No, I, I, I don't know why I had that. My, um, oh, you know what? Because, uh, like, I have a gap day coming up, and I just lowered it for that one day or whatever. Speaking of gaps... This is one thing I do want to suggest to Airbnb. Hopefully, we're able to suggest it next month to them, uh, right in front of their faces. Uh, but no, you know what I want? Um, they should set up an instant book for a block of dates. Like, okay, let's say I don't want instant book all the time, but let's say I'm in my private room, right? I have like, okay, so I have a lady checking out tomorrow, and then on the thirtieth, I have a corporate renter coming in for until June, right? Yeah. From the 13th till the 29th, wouldn't it be cool if you could set up an instant book just for those dates? That would be great, yeah. And then you get that higher, you know, that's 
that's just something I was thinking about. I don't know how it would work, but it, I, I, I was like, dang, that'd be pretty cool. That's a great, that's a great idea, man. Yeah, so that's something I was thinking of. Um, but yeah, man, uh, let me see here. Oh, oh yeah, so I had a question. Uh-huh. You can make if you're making fifty thousand dollars under the table. Do you think you should report it to the IRS? Yes, Micah. Of course you should. I'm talking about myself. Theoretically, <laughs> you were making about fifty G's under the table. Would you report it to the IRS? Yes, of course I would. <laughs> no, so uh, I'll talk to you off the mic. Okay, yeah, yeah, that, that no. was y'all. I'm just that's kidding. The, uh, we do everything on the up and up over here on Live, Let, Thrive, y'all. Yes, we do. No, but uh, my tax guy came back yesterday and told me in Mahogany we owed $6,000, right? I'm like, whoa, hold up. What? So I had to go in my spreadsheet and get get him some more expenses. So I haven't heard back from him yet. So I know taxes are due in, like, what, three days? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I got to hurry up and get that settled out. Thank man, nobody, nothing. I don't know. As broke folks, we do it on day as soon as we can to get that money quick. <laughs> the, uh, I'm I'm always scared of taxes, man. I I think last year I got something back, but the year before not much luck. So I'm I'm like always I'm like always slugging to do taxes. Like yeah, tax season. Well, you you're like a independent contractor kind of guy. See, so yeah, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. So like it was like damn, you know. So. We'll see though. Hopefully they get all this stuff written off, so we're good. Because my buddy, um, my buddy Eli, shout out to Eli. He always dreads his taxes too, because he does, um, you know, computer kind of computer stuff, programming um, uh, as an independent contractor. Also, so he doesn't pay taxes until the end of the year. Damn, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm in the same boat. <laughs> same boat so hopefully i get something i have a good cpa and he's a cpa and a lawyer so i've been i've been plugged into the matrix you know for over you know since i was 15 whatever you know getting the corporate corporations take care of all <laughs> they take it out of my check for me so there you go yeah i know yeah i know that yeah that's way that is better though to an extent it is better you know well it has its, up, has its ups and downs yeah yeah but um so, I had another ghost guest. <laughs> a ghost guest? It's a ghost guest. I just, it's a term I came up with. It's not an actual ghost. I don't, knock on wood, I don't want anybody to pass away in my Airbnb. But <laughs> anyways, um, I had a... So, someone a long time ago, a long time ago, like a month or so ago, they sent me a, a thing saying, hey, you know, we like your place, we want to book it, ask me a few questions, and I said, okay, you know, this, that, and this, and pre-approved them or whatever. And they went ahead and booked. Oh, and I said, oh, thank you for booking, blah, blah, blah. And no response. Okay, cool, whatever. And then um, the day before, or the day was coming, you know, I sent them the day before all the information. And I sent them the code and all that stuff. I said, oh, you know, we're looking forward to having y'all. Here's all the ins and outs. Here's the code and all that. And I sent it to them. No response. And... And so, okay, people check themselves in, and I don't have a camera to look at them, so I don't know. And I was like, well, one, and he was just going to be there for one day, right? I guess they were on his long-ass message. He said he was flying through, and they were going to be there for a day with his family. And so um, the day came and went, and uh, my, I, my wife's asking me, did they say they're leaving early or anything? I said, no, I haven't heard one word from them. And so, okay, I said, well, should you just wait till 12 o'clock to go clean the house and do the turnover? And she went over there at 12, and, and they, I guess they stayed there. I mean, apparently they did stay there because there were some dishes. They they washed all their dishes. That They, they used the dishes, and they washed the dishes, and and they used, I guess, I don't know, they used a couple beds, but, I mean, they put everything back perfect. Like, like they hadn't stayed there. The place was really clean, and but they, we, they, they used dishes. So we know that someone stayed there, and... That, that's it, man. I, I didn't hear any response from them the whole time they were there, before they were coming, or even after they were coming. So I call them a ghost guest. They came in and out. <laughs> it didn't say a word, and everything was cool. So everything was clean. Everything was clean. They washed their dishes. Like I've been asking that. That's made a difference, actually. I've in my that long ass um, 
you know message that I send my guests right away when they choose me. It's part yeah. of the this part of the on the very bottom. I say I don't ask for I don't ask for perfection. You know, I said you know please help us keep keep the place the costs low, and um, and by helping us keep the place clean, we don't ask for perfection. Just be you know be sure to wash, you know if you could wash your dishes and and put your trash out front. That would be a big help to us. And that little bitty snippet right there, everybody's done their dishes. Nice. Nice, yeah, because me and Mahogany, she's been leaving notes around the house. Yeah, man, it, it it definitely helps. They definitely read those, and it keeps things cleaner. Oh, and I, but and also I worded it like this. I said, and it'll help us and and earn and and what's it called? Earn a a glowing five star review from us by you know just following these things and doing your dishes and putting that. So I I kind of gave it like as an incentive to them to do it. Yeah, um, I was looking at one lady on uh, the Airbnb professional host. Um, she she has a really good incentive system on hers. What she does is after the guest checks out, she te- I think I might have already said this on the cast. She she tells them, hey, if if you felt like it was you had a great time and there weren't too many things they could have done done better, give me a five star, four star. Let me know what I could have done better. Three star. Uh, a lot of things went wrong. She pretty much gives them gives them a scale of what the review should be, and she she mainly gets five stars. Oh wow! Um, and also, what I noticed too was I, I didn't really take that, but I kind of with my guesty platform, you're able to kind of mix and match things. I've been getting all five star reviews since I kind of changed how I asked for the review. Like I'm like, hey, let us know what we could have done better. Um, go ahead and leave us a review. Let us know what we could have done better. And what happens is they'll give me a five star review, and then the private feedback. If they had any issues, they just tell me what was wrong. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah, I know it helped. I was like, oh man, because we've been getting a lot of five star reviews. Like, I think my last now it's up to like the last thirty have been five stars. So Sweet. yeah, we're rocking and rolling. And that's what's cool. I mean, what's cool about um, Airbnb? Our you know our buddies, our new partners, and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> As they allow, you know, they put the platform out there, and it, and it okay. It reminds me a little bit back in the MySpace days, when you could um, you get your MySpace, and then you could um, you could pimp it any way you wanted to. You go to these sites, and they have the code, and to do this and that, they let third parties. They really let third parties help you pimp your ride. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what my um, that's you know myspace is dead now facebook killed them but that's what um airbnb does they they give you the platform and they let you use um hostfully guesty or whatever other you know beyond pricing they let you do mix and match and set it up how you want to set it up and do your own thing with it and and that's that's really cool how they let you do that i'm happy you said that because that brings me back to my issue with HomeAway or vrbo so in order to integrate with them, you have to go through this whole process where you got to call them, set up the payment system. It's like, dude, you guys suck. Like, <laughs> serious. Like this, that, that's exactly why I'm happy you said that because I, I was um, trying to integrate all my get. All, I was going to transfer all my 400 listeners over to get to, um, not Guesty, to um, HomeAway. And so Guesty's like, yeah, we can do it. you know. And I, I'm going to eventually do it. It's just I don't have the time because they're like, oh, well. What you have to do is you have to get with Guesty, and Guesty has to get with HomeAway. We have to get with you, and we have to set up a payment system. And after we set up the payment system, we'll go ahead and start the integration. It's like, dude, with Airbnb, they'll just let you, hey, you can go ahead and post all your listings from Guesty. Boom, we're done. It's just like, dang, dude. Like, man. So, yeah, and that's why I said, again, Airbnb is transformative in that sense. You know, They crush it when it comes to technology. Exactly. And, and what comes to mind for me, it, you know, all, all, all kinds of weird stuff comes to my mind. But I, guess, I believe it was General Patton. <laughs> we'll go way back in the in the Dub Dub Two era, and yeah. he um, he yeah. said, "Don't don't tell your troops how you want them to do something." He said, "Give tell them what you need to have done, and then let them." Let them inspire you with their creativity. I know I butchered that one, but I think it's really <laughs> cool. <laughs> but it's like, and let them wow you with their creativity. Because, yeah, you tell them, okay, we need this done. And they, and if you try to micromanage them and tell them this is how it's got to be, this is how you got to do it, it's not, it, you might not get the results you want. 
But if you if you just tell them this is what we need done, and then their create let their creativity take over, and they'll wow you with it. You know, that's pretty. It's pretty trippy. Yeah, people respond better to suggestion, not solution. Boom! They see you said it a lot easier than I said it, but <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah, people su- respond better to suggestion, not solution. Yeah, if you get uh, that's crazy. Um, I forgot what mahogany mahogany was talking to someone. And she gave her the solution, but the girl didn't like it. And the girl kind of combated her, and I was like, I told Mahogany, I'm like, yeah, you gave her a solution. You have to give her a suggestion. People don't respond well to solutions. Nice, nice. Way to to go, Mahogany. Yeah, only innovators respond well to solutions because you're like, oh, I want to get there. Boom, I'm done. Most people, they're going to be like, no, just give me a suggestion, and then they'll give you the creativity behind it. I I asked you something today. And because um, and I was listening to a podcast and I was kind of inspired. And um, and this is guy, he, he he asked something similar. This is what I asked you because it dealt with what me, you and I are building here, you know, mm-hmm. and um, what El- Live, Let, Thrive is, is going to become, you know, the number one, number yes. one. <laughs> huh? Number one. Go ahead. <laughs> and so I said, how can our podcast generate a hundred thousand dollars within a year and what stands in our way and you gave an answer you want me to read your answer or okay and you wrote generate a hundred thousand a year off advertisements affiliate markets affiliate marketing and selling you know certain episodes stopping us is no website need of consistent videos for yt advertisements etc and so you and so okay the the answer is not really what I'm, what I'm, this is all about. It's a great answer. But what, what I'm trying to get, to get across to our listeners right now is I asked a specific question. And I asked what is getting in our way from accomplishing a goal. And that's what this guy was talking about. And immediately it got your brain thinking like, okay, this is, what, this is how we can reach that specific goal, the 100,000. And this is what's stopping us. And when you, instead of just asking, hey, you know, how, you, how are you going to be a millionaire? Asking someone that, you know, what the hell? That's like real vague and they're not going to really break it down. But yes, you, you ask it like a two part like that. Okay, in this year, today, or this, yeah, in this year, how are you going to you know, go from making 50000 a year to 100000 a year? And what's stopping you? And then that gets people thinking, like, wow, you know, I make fifty grand a year, but maybe if I did this, maybe I did a little Uber, maybe a side hustle, this and that, and um, I could, I could accomplish that. What's stopping me? Well, um, my, you know, I got my wife has got her thing doing this, and my kids or whatever. And you start thinking, and then it, and it helps you formulate. But to alleviate that, you know, I could, my wife could do this, or my kids could do this, and, and it just gets your mind thinking, you know. And then he always, and he ten xed it too. And he said, "Okay, how about in two years? How could or five years? How can you get that to making a million a year?" And same thing. And what's stopping you? And it's and it's just like asking the the right questions gets your brain to start working in such a way to um to come up with a plan. And I thought that was really cool. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, see, yeah, that, that podcast sounds like it'd, it'd be good for people that don't have that inspiration under them that'd be a really good podcast to have because I, I could tell yeah you're trying to make people's brains tick because you want to be the person to spark that million dollar person to up and do it definitely i think it but, was i think it was the bp podcast oh go ahead but that goes back to my guy uh colin cowherd man <laughs> he said it if you need tony robbins to inspire you you're never gonna be great anyway <laughs> that's like the perfect quote man it was like I love that because he goes, all the greats are self motivated. He starts talking about like Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Wayne Gretzky. I'm like, I'm like that. He has a point there, man. So yeah, it's I can kind of see that. I can kind of see that. But I've heard a lot of the ones on the, on the on these podcasts I listen to that that were very inspired by what what um, Tony Robbins told them, and they went and um and accomplished it, you know. But yeah, I can see both sides. You can get um inspiration fatigue by. <laughs> By, uh, I'll say first. I'll say by okay, podcast. You know, there's a inspiration overload, especially the ones that we listen to. I think we get a lot of inspiration, and like you, maybe it's a little bit of inspiration fatigue because you still got to go out there and do it. That's you got to grind. There you go. See, I don't think he inspired them to do it. 
he inspired them and sparked what was already there. Because it's always two different people. I think Adam James said it best. You can have a bunch of, what? what is it? Knowledge without action is only insight. Oh. That's, that's truly what it comes back to. Like, okay, you, you can inspire 100 people. How many of them are going to get up tomorrow and be like, look, I'm going to do this? Those are the people like, okay, it wasn't really inspiration. It was already in you. I just sparked it. Boom. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I remember Tupac. I'm wearing a shirt right now, too. I remember Tupac said, I, I don't, what did he say? I don't want to create. Ah, oh, I forgot. He was, he's talking about people and how he, he doesn't want to create people that are, uh, he doesn't want to create great people. He just wants to spark the mind, spark the greatness that's in the mind of those people or something like, because we are already, already great. I forgot. I'll have to pull up that quote, man. I was like, another good quote. I was like, oh, snap. That's true. People <laughs> are already great. You just have to find it. Exactly. Exactly. And so, um, yeah, I thought that was really cool. And I, and it, I, and I sent it, it to you. And But yeah, the, the inspiration is a big part of it, but you got to go out there and grind. And speaking of what I was going to say about inspiration overload was like, you scroll through the, the – and Facebook's a funny thing. You scroll <laughs> through the Facebook and you see all these inspirational quotes, right? And, yeah. um, and a lot of them are dealing with, you know, if, you know if, you, if people spent less time worrying about what's on their phone and more time being happy or, or being good to each other, stuff like that. And I'm like, do you see how funny that is? Because you're on your phone putting this damn <laughs> quote out there. <laughs> you're sharing this inspirational quote, but all you're doing is sitting wherever you're at, scrolling and scrolling. Exactly. Exactly. And so, yeah, inspiration fatigue. And um, and that's all I always countered on Facebook by some crazy political crap. But it's, it, you know, whatever. Facebook, Facebook's dying, y'all. It's going to die soon. I don't think so, man. I don't think so. It's... <laughs> Owns half the internet. <laughs> I know, right? Hey, have you um, have you had issues with like uh, guests asking for discounts? I no, no, I haven't, and uh, that's what's funny because I told you back in the day, um, that I used to do that back in you know I when when Facebook when I'm sorry Facebook when um. Airbnb start coming out, and I said, "Oh, I could ask these. I could talk to these people, and I could ask them, hey, any special rates for this week or whatever.'" And I would always ask, and a lot of times they would give me a little bit of discount or take off the cleaning fee or something. So I thought when I was going to be a host that I was going to get hit up all the time like that. But I've had nobody ask me for a discount. Oh man, I get it quite often. So what I've been doing is, uh, <laughs> most people they, they stop asking and they'll just book the room after I tell them this. Um, you know, you can go to your calendar and see what guests are going to pay, right? And it breaks it down, like, how much Airbnb is charging them. So, like, I had this lady, she asked for a discount. And I'm like, oh, man, I can't give a discount on these days. These are high-end days or whatever. And I'm like, but if you go to Airbnb, you should see if they'll be able to discount some of their taxes and fees. See, and then it's $102 because they have, like, the breakdown of how much Airbnb was charging them. It was, like, $102 in taxes and fees. And they're like, what? Really? And I guess, I don't know if they called Airbnb, but like 15, 20 minutes later, they just booked the room. So I was like, oh, I guess it worked. I've done it like three or four times. So it's Whoa. a good way. To, yeah, I just put it back on Airbnb. I'm like, yeah, just go ask Airbnb. They Their taxes and fees are through the roof. And I tell them how much it is. And they'll look and they'll see like, oh, my God, it is $102. I'm like, yeah, I don't even get any of that. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, calling out our partners and stuff. Hey, I'm just saying, we're partners today, you know? <laughs> yeah, and if they come back with something, you say, hey, man, they're taking a chunk out of my end, too. So you're getting a hit, 102. You don't, you don't want to know what I'm getting hit with. Yeah, that's true, you know? <laughs> hey, help Three, cover yourself. Three, always, yeah, always deflect. That's like when you're dealing with the customer, you know, anything, your cell phone or cable bill or whatever, customer service, they always... Oh, I can't do that. We can't do that. We can't because they always deflect, right? That's Yep. That's what you do. Deflect it. That's the number that's one. <laughs> the local governments have to get there. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's never, it's never their fault, right? Yeah. So, so, man, um, we're at... Huh? Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. This has been a good show. What, what, what were you going to say? One more thing I saw. So, you know how we always rag on Airbnb's insurance claim, the million dollar insurance claim and 
So I did see somebody got paid fifteen grand from Airbnb from getting their place. It was on the Airbnb super host. I was like, no way, man. He got 15 G's. I guess they did like, uh, he said they did $11,000 in damages. And I think Airbnb gave him 15 grand, man. I was like, dang. I, I don't know if that's far and few in between, you know. You know, I, I'm not, I wouldn't count on it. But yeah, I guess they do. They live up to their policy. Well, he, yeah, I saw, I think I saw that one. He did a yeah, lot. He, he did a lot of due diligence and a lot of, um, yeah, he sent him a lot of stuff. A lot of he filled out a lot of things, a lot of forms. I mean, it wasn't just given to him easily, but he I mean he fought yeah. for he fought for it for a long time, and he finally got the payout. Dang, that's crazy. But I guess it does work, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I'm sure Airbnb has their their stall tactics, like most of the, like I said, the phone companies and all that stuff have their stall tactics to keep us. To, ah, if we if we stall long enough, they're just gonna give up, you know. I'm sure they got that. They got the, they got all the analytics down. Dang, yeah, you know you got to do that. To save some money, you know. But we love Airbnb and sign up <laughs> for Airbnb through us through our new link, y'all. Yeah, that we'll be getting real soon. <laughs> that we'll be getting. By the time this episode drops, it might be up already, and we might have it on there on the show notes. You never know. Yeah, we're going to, uh, by the way, we are going to be updating our uh, website. So people that want to be guests, we'll be having you, giving you time slots to sign up, man. We got a lot of things coming from Live, Let, Thrive. A lot of things coming, man. And we're, we're going to keep it real. We're not going to BS around. We're not going to be, you know, sucking up to Airbnb or nothing. We're going to keep them honest. We're going to keep them real. The partners, you know, partners clash a little bit sometimes, whatever. But we're going we're gonna to always be there for y'all. We're going to watch out for you guys, and uh, we're glad that y'all are watching out for us, too, and spreading the word. We're growing like crazy, and we love every moment of it. Yeah, yeah, and shout out to all the people that have been coming out and uh, hitting us up, man. I had a few people hit me up through Facebook. Um, you know, shout out to those people, man. Keep on doing what you're doing. Rate us, like us on iTunes, all that good stuff, man. And we're going we're gonna to try to get consistent videos up for you guys on the, for our YouTube channel. Um, so we got to have those out there, man. We know we've noticed that the YouTube, the ones with video, you guys love to look at. So I guess our beautiful faces must be bringing it all in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm recording this one, so we'll see how it comes out. And um, yeah, thanks for listening to episode 53 of Live Let Thrive, and um, tune in next week or for more shenanigans and good stuff from us. And keep keep um, sending us feedback. We love it. Keep it coming. Yes, sir. Subscribe and rate us on iTunes. Email us, lilitthrive at gmail.com. Call us, 469-300-9100. Like us on Facebook and YouTube. Please start liking us on YouTube. Man, we got to get those subscribers up, man, the YouTubers. I think we're at 30, man. Uh, We have a lot of listeners. We know we have a lot of listeners. It's just, I guess they haven't been going to the YouTube channel without the video. So, definitely. All right. Well, we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Later. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Live, Let, Thrive. Be sure to tune in next week for all the latest in the world of Airbnb and all that entails. Bye-bye.